All right. So, welcome to the show, everybody. You're here with Lisa Tamati on Pushing the Limits, the show that gets deep into the psyche of limit pushers across all genres, sort of looking for the gems of wisdom that they can share with us to add value to our lives. And today I have a very special guest, um, Dr. Susan Oldfield, who is actually um, helping me at the moment with a couple of my um, issues. Um, and Dr. Susan is a integrated uh, medicine practitioner. Is that how you say it, Susan? Yeah. Yeah, yep. And um, she's uh, agreed to be on the show today and share us a little bit of an insight, you know, of her life as a, as a doctor, what she sees coming, about herbal medicine, about nutrition, about uh, perhaps some advanced, you know, testing um, diagnostics that are now available to us so that we can get a bit of a picture of what's out there and what's available to us outside just the standard, um, you know, old school medical fraternity if you like yeah conventional so this is a bit of an add-on <laughs> so welcome to the show dr susan how are you doing <laughs> good thanks lisa for inviting me it's really uh, such a pleasure because you've done such amazing um podcasts oh, like i was saying i was listening to them so thank you oh thank you very much yeah i, I really enjoy it of course I'm, i have a, a selfish bent with all this I, I love getting um interesting people on my shows and actually learning from them you know so uh yeah it it's a, a bit of a, a win-win situation, really, for my listeners and for myself. Now, Dr. Susan, can you just give us a bit of a background on, you know, you've, you've come from the UK, obviously. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background first. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I did my, um, my uh, British, um, born in London, did my medical training in London, um, and then went over to change really mm-hmm. get away from London uh, from the race of London came over loved it over here loved the lifestyle loved the um, yeah loved the, the the way that you can bring up kids here is just amazing so came over did my GP training so I'm trained as a GP as well so I am a you have to be I'm a member of the Royal College of GPs in the UK and I'm a mem- and I'm a fellow of the um, Royal College of GPs in New Zealand so I did I did my training and I've actually just been over to Australia and did it over there as well so I'm kind of qualified as GP in three countries Wow. (laughs) Um, so then there was through my pathway though of being a GP I was just getting frustrated with the fact that you in conventional medicine you just treat the 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 symptom of, of what somebody's come with but you're not actually getting to the root cause and it's very frustrating especially when you're a GP and you see people again and again and again it's like oh you really want to get to the root cause so um I started doing more training in in integrative medicine and really I mean that's it's really trying to find it's trying to work with people's you know four things really it's the mind the body the psyche um as well as that sort of place in society as well so um that's really what you know integrative medicine is trying to do and trying to therefore um yeah get get to the bottom of things and help people but you do have to have more time, though, when you do that. Yes, yes. So that's so. Yeah, let's let's touch on that because I had a consultation with you a couple of weeks back, and that was an hour and a half. And to be honest, you know, you go to the normal GP, and you're sort of in and out. You're 15 minutes. It's meant to be, but often you're in and out in seven or so. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> How the hell can a, a, a GP actually get to the bottom of anything in seven minutes? Really? Oh uh, no! I mean, you really can't. And then and then people. 
want to you know come with more problems than one as well so it's really it's it's really hard and you can't and you can't really do that and that's and that's the problem and I'm sure there's a lot more doctors that get very frustrated with the fact that you're just seeing people so quickly and you can't do a lot and you just have to chip away at the sort of surface um but um you know and and, and that's the thing you can't in 10 minutes or, or, you know whatever you get and then you've got to do your notes and everything as well and refer people or write letters or look yeah. at people's notes, you know results and so you really can't, and that, and and so that's what you, you just have to you have to have more time if you want to do integrative medicine, um, because otherwise you just you might see someone just for a sore throat, and that's all you can do. You can just go well, you've got a sore throat, and you might need antibiotics, but you know it, it, it's so frustrating because it's all up. It's for example, you might see a fifteen-year-old girl with recurrent sore throats. It's like, well, why have you just had a sore throat needing treatment two months ago and three months before that? And what you yeah. know, what's the cause of that? So, you know, that's why it's so frustrating. And then, you know, I like to go, well, we probably need to look at what your iron's doing, or we need to look at what your zinc's doing, or we need to look at, you know, how you're coping with your life. What what else are you doing? Yeah. So your stresses yeah. and yeah so it's really getting to that so when you go to an integrated practitioner obviously it's going to cost more um which is the biggest hurdle for most people to be able to access uh the sort of level of care but in that you know that hour and a half that we had the other day we went really in depth didn't we you know and I've been sharing actually on my podcast a little bit of my journey just to you know be open to people of, of the of the trials and tribulations of a, a post 40 year old woman nearly nearly on the other 15 but um uh and you know some of the health journey journey questions and being an ex-athlete and um you know and some of the troubles that I've had uh so I don't mind sharing you know if you want to share some of the stories uh that we talked about but what I found fabulous um about the the time I had with you I really got to get to the nitty-gritty of everything that I'd been studying because you know like Patients are coming now to doctors, and they've got a they've got an idea too. They're not silly. They're not they have not completely uneducated. You know, um, Doctor Google is a very uh, <laughs> helps really a lot actually, um, and there's some great resources and lots of good resources. Um, is that a is it a big challenge actually for doctors? You know, having educated patients coming to them or semi educated. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Fabulous, because I want people to. I don't. I don't want to be a doctor. Some people like to be a doctor and just say, right, this is what you're doing, and you have to do it. And if you don't do it, then I'm not interested in treating you. But for me, it's a shared. It's you know, if somebody is interested in their in their life and in how they look after themselves and what they want to do to better themselves, and that's just so good to work with people like that. Because if they're actually looking, researching, got have questions, and then come to you, that's like great. Thank you. You know, that's great that you're looking at those things and thinking that that could be your problem because it also leads you down the path of okay well that's that could be what's going on why don't we investigate you know are you worried about your hormones let's you know look at that path and so it's great that people then have an an image of where they want to go yeah um, and 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 guide you so I you know I don't I mean sometimes people will come up with crazy things they'll be like you know I've come up with this you know I've diagnosed myself with this horrific thing and and that I mean that's good as well I mean you can just go okay let's let's work through that and why have you come to that where you know what why are you worried about that why are you worried you're going to get cancer or where did you get that from so that I mean that's an interesting pathway and you can try and guide people and go well let's look at how that's not the case and yeah so yeah no, it's, it's, but you're right I mean you were saying about the time you need more time you have to have more time and and it's not you know it, the 
the um, when you go to see the other, I mean, the other problem as well for me at the moment is when you're an integrative doctor, usually you don't get funded in the usual public um, system. And so as a GP, when people go to see their GPs, they, people don't always realize that it's partly funded by the government to yeah. go and see your GP. So when you work privately, you don't get that funding. So you've got to obviously charge a wow. bit more for your yeah. time as well. Right. I didn't actually, I wasn't aware of that. I thought it was just strictly the time that you had, you know, and you were paying yeah. that extra. Um, yes. So why, so uh, do you think that the medical system, the way it is at the moment, has got some big holes in it? You know, like mm. outside of the integrated um, practice, you know, I've had a couple of, uh, you know, guests on the show, doctors, and um, I had the CEO of Middlemore Hospital, and he, you know, explained to me some of the challenges within the hospital and how that yes. all works. Yes. Um, and, you know, as being a patient, often in the last year, uh, or the last couple of years within the family, um, I've seen a lot of holes in, in the system. Do you see yeah. that a lot of it's broken? There's not, is it not enough funding? Is it too much work for the staff? Is it... Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I think big question. I know. <laughs> I know that is a big question because <laughs> there's lots of. I solve mean, there the, are lots of the world's problems. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and and there's not there's not enough funding. But I mean, how do you ever get enough funding? It's just you know the and the American system where they've got almost endless funding really over there has gone to the extreme of of where people expect massive amounts of input and testing and you know um, scans and which, which has gone to the other extreme which um, which isn't ideal but I think I mean I always feel and you're right you know experience in hospitals so important and, and you know I was talking to you about my daughter so that was yeah. in hospital so I had the experience of sitting in a hospital again yeah. for a week and being at the other end of doctors talking to you and I, and I, um, I I mean I ended up writing to the hospital to say thank you very much to some people and you know and, and say and giving my feedback to say that you know you've got to when you're a doctor and you're doing your training the most important thing is how you talk to a patient yes it doesn't you know how you how you interact is so important for the people who are so worried about their health and taking that time is important and I always feel that 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 you don't you don't always learn that so much as a medical student so I think more so nowadays but but not still not as much and if you're actually at the other end of being a patient it's so informative and having that then yeah and then having that ability to be able to to talk to patients is so important so no and and you're never and it would be fantastic if there were more doctors funded there's definitely not enough funding for yeah. in the hospitals you can see it there's just there's not they, they have there's i mean we you work at night as a doctor and you've got hundreds of patients you're looking after wow. it's ridiculous i mean it's insane how how that how bad that is but um and so the and and yeah there's there is huge holes in in the funding that that's coming through from the from the government but you know i, I don't know how you how that's yeah. fixed really yeah it's, it's a big it's, it's a big it's a big question obviously do you yeah. do you think that you know big pharma has a has a and, and, and companies that provide, you know, the uh, medical devices and things, do you think they're taking the mickey out of us uh, to some degree? I mean, the prices of, of some things seem ridiculous. Uh, and I know there's a lot of case studies out of the States where, the, you know, they've proven that the pills cost, you know, a few dollars and they're charging thousands of dollars yes. for them. Um, is that sort of thing happening here as well? Or is it, you know, you can't just blanket, you know, is there a problem with... Is is big pharma forcing doctors really to prescribe ad nauseum? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is that. There is certainly that worry, um, and that's and that's a huge amount of money goes a huge amount of the money that the um, government puts towards um, medicine and uh, is through yeah through medications because when when a company makes a medication they put they stick on their um patent on it and so nobody else can make it and they charge a fortune they charge a fortune for it um i'm and yeah so that kind of it, it, and it it's limits ridiculous. you in that yeah. the, limits the governments and that they've got to use that medication and and yes there's like huge, they come out with lots of research which is always a bit questionable too of where that research has come from and who's yeah. done it yeah um and so, yeah, there's there, uh, yeah, there's a lot of money that goes towards the, uh, the pharmaceuticals. It's the pharmaceutical, um, and that's partly. I mean, that's another reason why I prefer to to you to with integrative medicine is trying to help people to change their lifestyle or or well, use nutrients. Yep. So they don't have to rely on on taking medication that's expensive because you don't you don't always need it. I mean, there's this huge problem say with diabetes now that that's around mm. and mm. and so many people could come up could reduce or come off some people can come off medication if they just looked after their lifestyle better yeah so but pre- prevention isn't a sexy word is it no. <laughs> it's easier yeah and and you know and my plan um now with a, with another doctor is to be able to be a gp an integrated GP so people can enroll with us yeah. so that then um, people can get funded treatment to see us so that we can actually, and there's lots of people that, you know, we've got a waiting list of people waiting for us to start. Yeah, I'm on there. Because, <laughs> yeah, you, because, it's, because people want, um, people want to prevent, you know, and that's the important thing. And so, and the, and the, um, the health organization, the primary health organization are on board with what we're doing because they can see that, you know, how, how important it is to that preventative rather than, yeah, rather than the ambulance at the bottom of the cliff, it's trying to prevent that happening. Yeah. And I think there's um, a much more uh, willingness perhaps um, with people like yourselves to integrate with other health professionals, you know, um, other, you know, I, I can see in future, you know, you listen to a couple of my podcasts with um, epigenetics and I've got another one coming up with a DNA, a doctor who specializes in DNA testing. Um, I see the, the future of personalized health and fitness being a very rosy picture um, yeah. of integrated working um, with other professionals, with, with from trainers through to massage therapists, through to uh, yeah. herbal, through to nutrition, through naturopaths, through, through integrated medicine. And I'm hoping that, you know, they can all talk to each other and start to offer, um, you know, a one-stop shop or, a, you know, at least offering cross-offering services to patients because – uh, even as a as a coach, uh, we're starting to offer epigenetic testing. We're starting to offer because when I when I have an an athlete that comes to me who's burnt out, uh, got adrenal exhaustion, and they want to run a hundred k's or a hundred miler, I've got to try to talk them in, and I need the proof. I need the the test to say, look at what your adrenals are doing, or look at what yeah. your stress levels are doing. We need to first fix that problem before we can send you on this big huge mission, or that type of conversation rather than just okay yep we're going to train the hell out of you even though I know you're burnt out Um, and I and and I and I take that responsibility even as a a coach not as a you know doctor or anything like that but I take that responsibility very seriously because yeah it's one thing to you know download a you know marathon program off the internet it's another thing to actually have someone look at your situation 
your body and to do, you know, we're just integrating that sort of uh, technology now. It's not even online yet, but it will be shortly. And I think that's that's a really exciting prospect. I mean, what do you see in the DNA and epigenetic space? Do you use that sort of testing as well? Yeah, 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 definitely do. Yeah, we do use it. Um, I mean, unfortunately, it's expensive, and so you can't always jump to that testing for people as they don't want to do it. But often you get to a point where you say, look, you know, because there'll be a few issues that will be wrong with someone, and you say, you know, you probably should have DNA testing because the the reason maybe that, that your vitamin D is low is because you don't have the... The, you know the receptors aren't working properly which you can genetically test mm. um, and all inflammatory markers won't come down and you can test the inflammatory markers and show well you know you genetically have an issue with that and you're going to have to work really hard to improve that so it's definitely I mean personalized medicine yes yeah, it's huge it's it's definitely really really important and 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 that's that's the other thing as well with um, unfortunately now what's happening in conventional medicine is that there's people are going right you've got to follow this protocol and this is, you know, with this, per, you know, th- say they've got high blood pressure, you need to follow this, 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 this step. And it's, and it's no, that, that doesn't work because that person, it might, they might have a, a problem with their sodium and that's why their blood pressure has gone up. So yeah. that doing that model is not going to work. Yeah. So, so it's so important to be, to be personalized. And, and that's, you know, and then coming back again to that time of talking to people to try and sort of tease out what's going on with them um, to try and, and to try and then guide them towards well yeah do you need those genetic testing yeah. or do you need the adrenal testing or do you need the hormone testing or do you need the um, the methylation testing or you know the, all, the, all these different pathways but the other thing when you're saying with working with pra- other practitioners um, part of the reason I, I was saying I was uh, in Australia was that I worked in a in a fabulous medical center, the reason I wanted to go there was um, to work in an integrative clinic over there. And so the way that worked was that there was five doctors and also there was a nutritionist, a dietitian, a psychologist, a exercise physiologist, a a, a whole load of different people. And we would then all be able to um, kind of, you know, help each other, refer to each other. And also what we were starting to do was do combined consultations. So quite frequently I would do a combined consultation with a um, naturopath so that then we'd be like, okay, this is what our plan is. This is what we need to do. And so we would work together on how to, how to wow. best to do that for people. I see that as being absolutely fabulous. That, that would be a dream to have a, uh, a one-stop shop where you can pull in the experts that you need for this particular person and say, yes. Hey, come come along, fitness trainer. Come along, psychologist. Come well, whoever along, you know. Um, and all of this, unfortunately, is it does come down to to money and who can access this and who can afford to to do all these testing. Um, but at the end of the day, you've also got to consider, um, you know, in my journey recently with the, all the hormone dramas, I've spent literally thousands of dollars on testing, on supplementation, uh, on consultations. But, you know, um, for me, it's an investment in life. It's what I value, you know. I don't have money to throw around, but for me, it's more important to have that than a holiday because, you know, so it's what, I mean, some people, you cannot, absolutely cannot do that. So they, you know, they don't have a choice. But it's something I do prioritize because at the end of the day, without your health, you've got absolutely nothing. Yes, um, that's it, totally. <laughs> and, yeah. And you can prevent, like... 
Like in this journey, what I've learned uh, with my hormones being all up the wops and having these tumours and uh, endometriosis and goodness knows what's happening, I've actually discovered a few other health issues that have been caused partly by the running from the, the you know, from hypothyroidism to adrenal burnout that I've done to myself from being an athlete that could have contributed to the state I'm in. Um, if I'd just gone to the surgeon and say, fix me up, and I had an operation yesterday, by the way, but if I had done just that, I wouldn't have got to the root causes of yeah. why this had happened to me. Um, yes. and, I, and I don't have all the answers, even after six months' research and a, a ton of testing. <laughs> but I have moved the markers in the right direction, and That's now right. am on a pathway to better health for the future. And I've yeah. seen other people turn their lives around who have been very sick in their young years and ended up being very healthy. Um, yeah. Through this, this, it's almost like being a detective, isn't it? It's peeling yes. the layers yeah. of the onion. There are so many things that it could be. It could be your genetics, it could be your food allergy, it could be a stress, it could be a hundred things. Yeah. Yes. I know, and that's it. And it's trying to t yeah, go through those things and, and work out what best... Um, works for you and that's the thing and that and and then it's trying to and, and you're right it's also trying to work out what people can afford and what people can do and and to guide them and to to tr you know maybe suggesting some other things that they could do in the meantime yeah um just without having to do testing or anything expensive if you can't afford it or you know just and th and there's a lot of people that um you know can just benefit from simple things and unfortunately i mean part of also the funding that funding issue is that there's cert there's certain tests that um as a gp you can't um you can't get funded so if so if someone comes along to you and says about you know get, getting a blood test done there's certain tests that you can get funded um and and that's just the simple things like your blood count and your yeah. iron and your kidney function and but you can't get so for example vitamin d that will often measure maybe for bone health or for, for um, brain health or for immune function. So that gets measured, but people have to pay $35 to get that measured um, because that's not funded by the, yeah. by the government. And that's, and then that's a shame, but that's, you know, there's got to be some limitations for in the public system of what people mm. can, can get. Um, but, you know, you've just got to try and suggest to people, well, this might be useful or that, you know, this could be if, if there's limitations on what people can afford. But, yeah, trying to do the whole – trying to do the prevent, preventing, really. And even just – I mean, I try and also if that do the simple things that that can be done of just pe changing people's food yeah. intake. Yeah, you know, where You know, where are you shopping and what are you buying? And did you know that on this label there's just like a thousand ingredients that you really just – you shouldn't have – um, just those simple things, and that again, I mean, that's the the thing as well with working with diff with other people is that because as a doctor, you don't just want to be doing that because that's no. just, you know you yeah. want to then be you're working. not a nutritionist, yeah, 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 and go this person would really benefit from you just showing them maybe going around the supermarket with them and you're just showing them that that those foods just aren't good for them. There's lots of hidden sugars or yeah, so there's. Yeah, there's the education that's that. Um, and this is what these podcasts are about, to be honest. And you can learn a whole lot of this stuff um, by doing that. Um, so let's look now at um, your the, how do you see, because you have on your website, uh, you look at the biosocial, the bi biology, the social, the spiritual, and the psychology. How much yes. of a, a part does stress play in this whole game? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, huge amount. Huge amount. <laughs> huge amount. Um, and, and, and it's so important um, for people to be aware of that because, I mean, lots of people aren't aware how important um, stress is for, for lots and lots of illnesses, so many illnesses, and so many also just how you're dealing with something, something that's wrong with you. For example, um, a big thing now for people, you know, is pain and how people cope with pain and and you may have had an operation or you may and and people can end up with chronic abdominal pain say after an operation because they've been stressed when it's been done and they haven't their body hasn't dealt with how that that pain pathway and and so um so that's a that's a huge thing for people to you know for you to say to people look you've got you've got to do something about it you know you've got to re-look at how you're managing how you're managing your life and that I mean that's just you know with pain and then the, um, there's lots of obviously nowadays people are talking a lot more about um, adrenal fatigue and stress with adrenals and things and a lot of I mean a lot of what's thought now is that it's not really it's not necessarily that your adrenals are tired out they can be working hard but it's the it's how your brain is is corresponding from all that stress hormones going off how your brain is eventually will go i've had enough of the stress hormones i'm just going to shut off yeah and that's the whole adrenal fatigue of you become just fatigued because your brain doesn't want to cope with it anymore yeah yeah and so you actually so you get people who have a spike in their cortisol don't you and and they've got the cortisols up too high and then you get the extreme cases where there's got nothing and it's low all day and all night um yeah. And they're in deep, deep, deeper trouble. I mean, yeah, yes. yeah, yes. And I mean, we—I don't think we fully comprehend, and I, I certainly didn't. You know, coming from the world of push harder and go better and be stronger and be tougher and mental toughness, and um, which you know, we need resilience, we need mental toughness, we need all these yes. things. But what I have learned as I've gotten older is the important for, for recovery, uh, balance. And, and yeah. f- putting fuel back into the tank. And it's very, very hard when you're a busy business person or you've got kids yeah. or you've got a, a full-on career and you can't just drop the ball no. uh, and no. sit on a beach. You're a driven person. <laughs> yeah, or you're a driven person. You can't go and sit on the beach and go, well, I'll just sit back in the chair and chill out. No. <laughs> and, like... then it, and then it can stress people out as well because it's like, Oh, I should be doing something. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's the uh, actually anomaly that I have in my life. People tell me, just relax, stop, slow down. But it actually stresses the hell out of me when I do sit down and don't do anything because I'm an active active uh, person that needs to, yeah, I need to be learning and, and growing and stuff. But, and, and, and it's the trouble of our digital world and it's trying to balance that and I definitely haven't got the answer for all that yet. But I am realising the importance of putting back in, of the, of the importance of meditation, of breathing exercises, of yoga, yeah. of all of these. You know, there's a yeah. lot of the traditional medicines that... You know, they've come passed down through centuries or thousands of years and were for a long time poo-hooed really by the medical world. And I think now the science is catching up to say, well, hang on, there's something to this. There's something to this meditation. There's something to this yoga practice that is actually, and here's the science is actually starting to catch up and going, well, this is why it's working and actually giving it physical proof nowadays. That's right. I do do think... um, Perhaps the medical model of, of medical school, and I mean, God, I haven't been there, I have no idea, but um, 
the world is developing and the this research and the technology is having so much breakthrough so fast yeah. that there's no way that a doctor that was even trained 10 years ago can really, really know what the hell is going on in the world of neuroscience and the world of epigenetics and the world of DNA testing and the world of new tropics or, or any, how the, how the hell do you stay ahead of the game? Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's, I mean, it's, it's hard and that's the thing. I mean, you, you, when, you, when you become something like a doctor, it's, it's a profession and the reason it's called a profession is because you just, you know, part of the reason is because you just got to, you have to keep learning. You don't ever stop learning. You cannot, and every day, you know, I, my children sometimes say to me, do you ever get, do you not get fed up with reading? I'm like, no, I love, I love reading and learning more because I just want to learn more and more about what's coming out and what's there. And, and we do, I mean, part of also when you're a doctor, you have to keep doing your continual medical education yeah. and you have to keep, you know, challenging yourself and you have to keep doing peer, you have to do peer groups so that you talk to other doctors to see where they're at and what they're doing. And also for support too, you get that, but yeah. you have to keep, challenging yourself and some i mean some people probably don't do it as much as others but i mean i certainly it's a bloody hard job really isn't it <laughs> i know yeah but yeah you have to do you have to do that as well as teach you know talking to patients and all that but you know it's it's just it's just so interesting i find it so interesting yeah. i mean that's why i did it that's why i did medicine because it's so interesting but yeah and there's so and there is i mean there's so much science going on so much so much interest for people and all sorts of different scientific things it's just i mean it's incredible really of what what potentials what potential there is out there for people to learn and to do and to live longer healthier happier lives and i mean that's my goal in life is now to you know to live to 150 really and have a healthy life that's my mission yeah (laughs) to have a healthier life and and going back to the thing of you know you know the downtime and the de-stress and the stress that people have yeah because so many people are now kind of like i'm too busy to oh i'm too busy to do that and it's like no don't say that you're too busy to do that. You know, that's, you've just got to prioritize, you know, what you enjoy. And if you, if you do something that you enjoy, then you're more likely to relax anyway. So, so you you don't, you don't have to think, Oh, I haven't got time to fit in the yoga or you just Mm. have to find the things that you enjoy to have that de-stress time. Um, and just, and, and learn the other big thing for people nowadays is, um, the breathing as well. It's such a huge issue for people that that people don't breathe properly anymore and 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 just to tell and just to say to people just remember to breathe through your mouth through your (laughs) nose it's just such a basic thing but it's so important to to cut for calming oh yeah i mean i've written blogs and articles and podcasts on just on breathing yeah Uh, because it's it, it is you can feel it you do a couple of minutes of deep box breathing or whatever your type of breathing that you're into um, and you will turn on your parasympathetic nervous system. You can feel those cortisol levels drop. Uh, you can yeah. f- you can actually feel the sleep come on a lot quicker at night time and so on. Um, and it, you know, it's but it's so hard during the day when you're all hyped up. You and you you find yourself yeah. in this. Oh, I've got to do this and I've got to do that and I'm running here and there and like a turkey yeah. with its head cut off and it's like, oh yeah, breathe. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's not good though. It really isn't good. To no, do that. no. What Constantly, about? Yeah. Let's um, touch on because what something I don't know anything about is herbal health, herbal uh, medical medicine. Tell us a little bit about how herbs work and why these are such a potent uh, thing for people. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I haven't done as much in herbal medicine that I would like to. That's one of my, <laughs> one of my goals is to, is to do like a diploma or a certificate in herbal medicine because it's a, <laughs> it's a huge field. Yeah. Um, and so, and so when I use it, I kind of, um, touch, I mean, I touch on it a little bit, it's just, but it's amazing how, I mean, that's the key to how pharmaceuticals have often started is just from a herb, you know, it's from a start of a herb and then they've, right. they've changed them, yep. um, and, and, and made them stronger, but they're just, it's amazing what, um, you know, simple things. I mean, one of my favorite is using the um, chase tree, the Agnus castus, yes. which is used for females a lot. And it's just, a, it's just such a be- beautiful herb for, for females to use. And it, and it works and it's lovely. I mean, you do. And I mean, there certainly are side effects of um, herbs as well. There's, you know, people will often get um, heart palpitations or it can interact with if they're on other medication that they're taking so it's not just a kind of willy-nilly you can just take any old herb and it doesn't matter because it, it really can can interact and you've got to be careful and that's why I, you know that's why I want to make sure that I do a bit more yeah for myself I, you know I need to do some more training in that because uh, I, I just touch on it really but um yeah the, there's there's plenty and 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 just there's there's plenty of things that, with say the um, adaptogens that have been used for, I mean they've they've been used for hundreds of yeah. years. These yeah. things, and the adaptogens that a lot more people are using nowadays. So that's just helping your adrenal, you know, the adrenals adapt. And there's some there's some beautiful herbs like the rhodiola and the you know the ginsengs and things yep, that. That's are, what you got me on. Yeah, rhodiola. Yeah, yeah. They're, and they're lovely and they work and they work really well um, for our bodies. You know, and and even um, teas. Some people will just have teas. They'll, um, you know, green teas, for yeah. example. That's something that will often suggest that helps people. It helps people with anxiety. Um, so it's yeah, it's amazing what what they do. And and you know, when people are skeptical, I you know, it's, you know, when you say, well, herbs are useful. Um, and unfortunately, I don't know, I don't know why, but in New Zealand, I found that people have been a lot more skeptical because in the UK we did used to use and get taught some herbs as well yeah. to use, yep. um, and, and 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 it was used and certainly over in places like um, Germany mm-hmm. um, they use a lot more herbs. So in in the, on in the European continent they they use a lot. So I, I, I don't know why here it's been sort of shut down more. We are a bit behind on on a, quite a few areas, I'd say. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean there has been and there's been lot and there's been lots of research too on say St John's Wort on how beneficial that is for um, it's just depression. as good as antidepressants to yeah. help people with depression without all the complica or without, or without a lot of the complications that you get with drugs. I mean there are a lot of side effects that are worse than the dr- uh, the actual problem. Yeah. Um, and you know where I have an issue with is is being prescribed you know just willy nilly. Because people, ex- I think patients expect when they go to the doctor, they get a prescription, they get a pill to take, and it'll fix it and go away. And that mentality, I think, is ingrained in our society, and that mm. is not really the real world. You know, um, yeah. If there's a little white pill that can fix it, you know, that'd be fantastic. But reality is, we probably need to make some lifestyle changes. We probably need to have some herbs. We probably need this and a bit of that, and 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 to work on on a whole raft of things. It's not just um, if you've got, you know, irritable brow syndrome or diabetes, take this pill and you'll be hunky-dory. Yeah. 
And yeah. that, we all want that. Of course we'd love that. The lazy, the lazy part of us says that would be fantastic. Let's go to the doctor. They'll give me a pill and I'll be sweet. But, you know, to be realistic, we have to look at a more holistic, as you know, to coin a term. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and work at it, you know, inch by inch to take away. How big a yeah. thing do you think exercise is in all of this? How, well, but yeah, really important, and and um, and just I mean, just going back to the unfortunately, what happens as well is that you're right. There's I mean, there's some people that don't want medications, but certainly the vast majority of time when people come to see a doctor, they're like, well, they expect you to be giving them something, and you know something, you know. Yeah. Well, they're wasting their money. <laughs> they think yeah. they're wasting their and money. People will say, can you not give me something for that? And it's like, well, well, no, I can't give you something for that because you need to say do some exercise or you need to do your breathing or you need to do something else that helps. Um, and, and, um, and, you know, going back to the pain model, I mean, that's often people end up on these pain, you know, pain medications and then they'll get more pain medications and they'll keep going and it doesn't help the pain because some, you know, people are still holding on to that, that psyche that's or awesome. something. Yeah. They're still holding on to some issues about the pain. Um, but yeah, I mean, certainly, Exercise is a big thing for people to be moving in some way. And the thing that I, big thing as well, is trying to convince people how to fit that in as well with yeah. with their life and how and the best ways of getting around it. Um, and I try and, you know, if, if people look at you and go, how can I fit in some exercise? I mean, That's how so can I fit in? Easy, and, I, really. and I just say, you know, <laughs> so I've got some simple little things that I just say, well, if you're sitting down, just stand up and down 10 times because that just works your thighs yep. and then you've just gone and done some great exercise. That's called um, incidental exercise and it actually brings more than going to the gym for half a day, uh, yes. half an hour. Uh, so, you know, if you if you just mow the lawns, do the gardens, do whatever jobs you're doing, doing the housework, um, yes. but doing it a bit more actively and a bit more, yeah, and standing instead of sitting and walking instead of uh, taking the car, all of these little <laughs> things that we can integrate um, and for yeah. me, that, that is a total excuse. Um, and if you're sitting watching TV, you can be rolling out on the floor and doing some mobility work. There's, I mean, that's right. You know, I can preach yeah. on that forever, but um, there, yeah, you're never right. too busy. You know, like, are you too busy? Are you too busy to wash your teeth or brush your teeth? No. So, okay. Well, you know, it's all a matter of priorities, and it's all a matter of your identity. If you identify yourself as being uh, an athlete or a, or a sports person or someone who exercises, then you will do it because it's part of your identity. So it's changing people's perception of who they are, mm. um, I think. And so there's a lot more psychological and educational work that needs to go into things than just a, here's your training plan, you won't do it anyway, but stick it on your fridge, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, but that's when also, the um, when you have people like exercise physiologists, they're great as well for, um, you know, if someone's got a block in that, but I can't do that because I've got a sore leg or something. Yeah. Um, then oh. the exercise physiologists are great at going, well, no, you could do these things and exactly. it's fine. You won't, it won't be any harder, but you can just do these little things. So yeah, it was great having, having worked with somebody who was an exercise physiologist to just to do that. Cause then it's a backup as well of, oh, yeah. of, of not just you saying you can do that, but you having somebody who's actually done more training and exercise as well. Yeah. Or, yeah. It, you yeah. know it's so helpful um and 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 also doing the because um, when the when you were talking the epigenetics yeah talk and that and that's it's amazing if you the the dna testing for what type of sport you should be doing yeah 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 i'm just having all that done at the moment it's 
Funny thing is, mine's come back. I should be doing high intensity short stuff, no endurance. Oh, really? <laughs> Which is well, hilarious. Now, but... Yeah, I am doing it now, and I am doing that now. But you know, I've obviously done it wrong for twenty years. <laughs> I've always said genetically I wasn't really made for this, but I did it anyway. Oh, <laughs> and that's called head through the wall and stubbornness. But uh, yeah. it's incredible because uh, I've done the pH three sixty uh, testing. And um, the personality traits that comes back. This is all just on your genetics. You know, it, it, it says to a T what I'm like, oh. which is frightening. Yeah, <laughs> and it, but it, it actually gives you uh, permission to be you. You yes. uh, you start to yeah. understand that you are your gen- you're an expression of your genes. And yes, you can turn on and off genes. So you yeah. it's not you know absconding you from any responsibility and I've got no talents and I don't have to do it Uh, but it is giving you okay this is the way I learn this is the way I think this is what I have to be aware of Um, I've got these personality traits be aware of aware of those Um, you know my my genetics have come back and said I've got anger issues (laughs) yeah could probably possibly be Um, I thought that was hilarious uh, and, and it's going to be able to tell us all of this wonderful stuff. In fact, I've got uh, next week's podcast actually coming uh, for the listeners out there um, on DNA testing. So um, epigenetics is slightly different. So the difference, um, Dr. How would you explain the difference there, DNA to epigenetics? Um, yeah. The D, DNA is what you're born with, and the epigenetics yeah. is how you're expressing your genes currently. Is that That's right? it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think that's all a very exciting realm to be involved with. Hey, oh, look, definitely. Um, yeah, and it, and like you say, you know, it just helps people to to have a bit more of a goal and and go, oh, okay, so that's me, and I can work with that kind of exercise, or I can work with that kind of diet, because I know now that that's what my DNA is showing, and and so it's great. It's a great tool for people. Oh yeah, this one is called uh, ph360.me is the website. Check it out because uh, it really comes back with all the comprehensive reports. Uh, one of the interesting parts I found was the, the social interaction, how you work socially yeah. best. You know, whether you're more introverted, whether you recover when you're alone, or whether you're a person who needs more interaction. Right. Uh, all of those yeah. things that can just make you go, aha. Okay, yes. so it's okay for me to go and have coffee with my girlfriends because that's what I need, yeah. and it's yeah. here on paper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? that's it. yeah, and uh, it makes it okay because often you can feel. I mean, in society, and some people can feel that they've got to do certain things. You yes. know, they have to do this, or they have to go to the gym, or they have to. And then it's a, it's well, no, actually, I don't because that's not going to work for me. And I, you know, and yeah, so it, 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 it's helps, good. It's it helps good. you really hone in on how you will get to your goals with your set of tools yes uh, yes and, that's and it I makes think. it easier mm. and it makes it easier for people as well to yep. be able to do that yeah i think this is it's a very exciting i'm going to do the training in that very shortly oh but, yes mm. good um, look, Dr. Susan, I've taken up enough of your precious time today. I thank you so, so much for sharing your wisdom uh, with us all. Um, have you got any other sort of parting words of advice for people who want to take control of their, their health destiny and not just, you know, what are, we, what, are, what are the three biggest things that we need to do to keep on top of our health? Um, well, I think the, the three things, I mean, it's probably the things that we've probably talked about, you know, the diet, yep. the, 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 some sort of movement, not necessarily, you don't have to necessarily call it exercise, but some sort of movement is so important. And, the, and the, the diet really doesn't have to be a diet. 
it just has to be, you know, sometimes people have to have specific diets for certain things, but just making sure that you eat lots of vegetables and you just eat whole foods is so important. That's just what I'm always trying to get to people, people, you know, it's so important to just eat just whole foods, nutritious um, foods. Um, yeah, the, the, the movement, which what, what works best for you and how you can fit it in and, and, and just have it. And then your psyche, just the, have some enjoyment in your life, have something that you enjoy, that you can laugh at. You know, you want to laugh at something every day because that's so important. Yeah, absolutely. Have good relationships with people and feel, you know, and enjoy yourself. And, and it's so important um, to do that as well. So those, yeah. Those yeah, would be your, your top top three, yeah. And um, look, we're I'm excited just to be one of your future patients at your new GP clinic. I can't wait till you're up and rolling. So hurry up. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Lisa, for having me on. Oh, it's been been absolutely wonderful. Thanks for your insights, and uh, we'll keep everyone. Where can people find you? Um, obviously, you're based in, in um, New Plymouth. Um, but people can find you on the website. Do you yes. do anything remotely? Um, you know, can you work with people remotely at all through Skype? Yes, yes, or? Yep, yep, I work with people. Yeah, I, I Skype with people sometimes, you know, in different parts of the country. Um, so people um, can get hold of me just on my website is um, www.drso.co.nz, so D-R-S-O. D-R-S-O, .co.nz. That's it, Dr. Susan yeah. Oldfield. So DRSO people, .co.nz is where you can find yeah. Dr. Susan. So if people yeah. want to book a consultation, they can do that even when they're not in New Plymouth and not lucky like me. Um, yeah, yeah, because I think, you know, we, this is the, the miracle of technology. We can um, access wonderful experts over, yes. the, over the internet. Well, thanks for your time today, Doctor. I really, really appreciate it. And um, I will no doubt be in your clinic very soon getting a follow-up. Okay. Okie dokie. See you.